Hey everyone, if you know me, you know that I've been investing in precious metals for many, many years. Once I realized that private banking cartels could drastically manipulate currencies, putting my family savings in jeopardy, I decided to take matters into my own hand and diversify our savings strategy. This is why I buy physical silver and gold and invest in metals through our Roth and 401k. And I only invest with Colonial Metals Group. CMG is the exclusive sponsor of The Shannon Joy Show, and they're helping me set up a safe and secure self-directed IRA where I have access to my assets no matter what the stock market or, for that matter, the government is doing. Let the team of experts at Colonial help you protect your family's future with an extra special offer just for the SJ audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888-705-0950. That's 888-705-0950 and you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver just for the SJ audience. Join me today and take back your power. Secure your wealth with Colonial Metals Group. Hello, world, and welcome to the Shannon Joy Show. We're broadcasting from the Joy Virtual Studio right here in the beautiful Finger Lakes region of New York State. So good to be with all of you tonight. It is Thursday. Quick shout out to our sponsors. You're going to be hearing about them today in the show. And remember, our sponsors are the reason that we're here every day. So patronize them. If you're in the market for their product or service, remember they are keeping the lights on here at Shannon Joy. And we are so thankful for them. And I'm very careful with my sponsors. I curate only the best for this amazing audience. So Native Path Collagen, the website is stopboneonbone.com slash joy for 55% off the highest quality collagen. Also Augusta Precious Metals. You're going to be hearing about them a little bit in the program. And of course, our newest advertisers and sponsors. We love, 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 love the wellness company. Dr. Peter McCullough is a regular on this show. You met him right here in Rochester, New York at the Summit for Truth, and we are now partnering up with them. They are providing an amazing service to so many people. They're healing people. They're helping people to get healthy, to get off of pharma, to get vaccine exemptions. The spike formula, the spike support I use every single day, and I love it. And it's just an amazing company thrilled to be partnering that partnering with them. Getwellwithshannonjoy.com is the website. Getwellwithshannonjoy.com. If you put in the promo code Shannonjoy, you'll get 10% off. So they're awesome. You're going to hear about them too. I am so thrilled. I have been an admirer and a fan of Chris Nelson. He is uh reopen Chris on Twitter. I think we can imagine how he got started in this business down in Florida, but I think you've been doing this for a while. Uh, really great reporting. You are an advocate for freedom. You are embedded in Florida politics. This is why I wanted to get you on the program tonight, because it is a vicious battle. Team MAGA, Team Trump, stationed at Mar-a-Lago, launching a presidential campaign. And then you have the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, taking body blow after body blow, but I don't know if they're really body blows. I mean, they are going after him hard. I'm starting to get annoyed, okay? I, I don't, like, we do so much on this program. We have all the doctors on. We talk about medical freedom, a, a variety of diff different issues regarding um, medical freedom, basic freedom, um, and the, the globalist attack on this country and on individual human sovereignty. So we cover that every day. Um, 
this electoral contest is, um, you know, beginning to heat up. It's going to divide people. I hate watching it. I've been doing this for 10 years. I hate election season. I hate politics, Chris. Okay. I'm in the political business and I hate this stuff, but I'm starting to get irritated with MAGA and team Trump because they are recreating, recasting, retelling the history of 2020 and you can vote for who you who you want in the political primary. I'm a Republican or I'm a, an, an independent, so I'm not even involved in this. But they are telling flat out blatant, like 100 percent lies about Ron DeSantis. And it's starting to irritate me. And it's actually very, very uh, dangerous because the 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 assault on American sovereignty and our liberty is nowhere near over. They're fixing to do something. The second this new president gets elected in 2024, we know there's going to be an event. We know there's going to be an emergency. It'll probably be economic. And then they're going to try to lock us down again or, you know, create some shenanigans with our money, our currency, the central banking, digital currency, whatever. Listen, it's not over. And I'm really irritated that the guy who is in office, Donald Trump, who started all this, is now going after the guy who was in office, who actually was the only elected official on the face of the planet that actually did something to stop this and push back against it. And so I'm already ranting. You know what kind of uh, what kind of interview this is going to be. This is about you. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about today. But you're right in the middle of it. You're reporting on it. You are at the Turning Point event. You got some great videos that you put up on your Twitter. Your handle is at Reopen Chris. You guys have to follow him. So we're going to get into all of that tonight. But first, welcome to the program. So glad that you're here. Well, thank you for having me on, Shannon. So tell me about, let's just do a little bit about you uh, before we get into dis- dispelling some of the myths myths that are out there in the attacks. Looking at MAGA, what is it? What are, like, I mean, anyone who goes up against MAGA is like shell-shocked because they just come at you like a, like a you know, swarm of bees, right? So what is MAGA? What is going on within the Trump campaign? Um, we're going to get to all of that, but how did you get into the fray here, and how did you get into the you know the the freedom movement, the reopen movement, the anti COVID tyranny, lockdown, fascism, that kind of thing? What's your story? Well, in 2020, I was living here in Fort Lauderdale and uh, actually living on the beach. And uh, suddenly they were telling me that I needed to wear a mask in order to go into a grocery store. Uh, We all know how it went. Uh, Then they were telling me my pool was closed. And then they said that the beach was closed. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. This is a private beach uh, that belongs to a condo building. Oh, it doesn't matter. Then the exercise room was closed. Then the gyms were closed. Mm. And uh, I spotted it for uh, the BS that it was from the very beginning. Uh, having followed people like Ron Paul in the past and knowing the Constitution that I would put up on Facebook that, hey, wait a minute, this is unconstitutional. They can't tell us that we can't go out. I mean, we we have a a right in this country to to live our lives, to earn a living. And people would scream at me and tell me how selfish I was and and things like that. And then they uh, the churches shut down. Mm. And I just couldn't believe it because I'm going to church for so long and they're telling me uh, the Bible says, don't be afraid. Uh, 365 times it says, don't be afraid in the Bible. Wow. Uh, but you guys are going to uh, shut down your church over uh, over a cold. And uh, so I teamed up with some people 
And uh, I thought I was the only one at first. I was like, am I the only one that thinks this is crazy? Because there really wasn't anybody leading at the time. It, mm. just everybody lost their minds. Yeah. But I hooked up with some people in Orlando, a really great guy named Justin Harvey. Uh, if you ever heard of it, uh, Louis Leo, some, okay. of, some of these guys. And um, had the first reopen Florida rally in front of the um, the Orange County commission that's building. awesome that's awesome yeah and it was great because i i posted it on facebook like you know i'm putting up, i'm like hey look we're all here and we're having fun and we're uh nobody's getting sick nobody's dying and this was before mask mania i think mm. uh because i don't think the cops were wearing masks at the time but uh okay. Uh, we, and, uh, that video started getting shared on Facebook and people were just freaking out. Like you're a selfish piece of crap. You're going to kill my grandma and we are, we're going to find out where you live and we're going to make these things. And I'm like, oh my goodness, seriously, like people are losing their minds because I got together with some people outside. Uh, but then on out, it was just, uh, one thing after another and we just fought back and uh, fought back against the mask mandates, uh, fought back against beach closures that were done at the behest of the Broward government down here. And uh, we actually, I led a demonstration where we took the beach back. Never let them take the beach, by the way. Just do mm. not let them do that. Uh, and now we find out that uh, people that were diagnosed with COVID had vitamin D deficiency. Yes, this this thing came out. So- yeah, I knew what I was doing was right and for health. Um, but, uh, you know, and then also did uh, protests against the masking. We did a demonstration in Target. And this is actually part of the story of how I met my wife, who <laughs> was uh, her business was being attacked uh, and because of these shutdowns. And, uh, you know, we went into Target and we played uh, We're Not Gonna Take It by Twisted Sister. And I shared that video. Off. I shared that video. That? I loved that video. That made me so happy. That was great. You were like a, a beachy blonde version of me down in Florida. Basically, we're the same person. I, I mean, you couldn't swing a dead cat without a protest that I had organized or attended. <laughs> All I oh, did was cool. protest. You were doing it in New York. So, gee whiz, you had Cuomo to deal with and oh, stuff. Oh, my and word. I know. At least you guys had DeSantis down there, right? We you know? did. And he really became a hero in this. And it drives me nuts when I see people trying to uh, rewrite history about this, because at first it was DeSantis and Trump were following about the same thing right. uh, with states of emergency shutdowns. But DeSantis didn't sh didn't uh, he signed an executive order, a state of emergency, but he didn't do the mask mandate mm. and he resisted a lot of these unconstitutional things. And when uh, Rodney Howard Brown was arrested because there was at least one pastor in the whole state, um, right. there were other ones too, but one big one that had the guts to say, you know, we're not going along with this crap. And uh, he had church service and uh, that prosecutor, Andrew Warren, and uh, the sheriff out there, uh, I think Hillsborough County, had uh, Rodney Howard Brown arrested. Well, Ron DeSantis immediately took action. Wow. And uh, said, no, you cannot shut down churches or um, or tell them they have to wear masks. So yeah. uh, any of the churches that stayed shut down in Florida, they did it at their own behest because Ron right. DeSantis stood up for them. Yeah. But uh, it, it was, 
I'm not going to sugarcoat it either. Um, at first, you know, I didn't know who DeSantis was really. I knew he was an anti-establishment candidate because I knew he had beat Adam Putnam, who right. was the establishment guy, uh, to to become the Republican candidate for governor, and then he went on to win against the uh, the meth head. But yeah. uh, he, I, I was just treating him as any politician, and I'm like, you know, dude, you got to do something. We even took this. Uh, right to his front door. Um, I want to pause you for a minute. Yeah, let me pause you for a minute because I want the, the audience to understand why why I had you on the show and why you are important. Number one, um, that we're not sugarcoating. This idea that you have sugarcoated or that you are, are afraid to be to scrutinize or be critical of Ron DeSantis is a complete farce, myself inc- included. Um, there was a lot to applaud um, regarding DeSantis and what he did in Florida. There's more he can do regarding vaccines that I think he's starting to do. But this is not you had a vantage point. You were living in Florida. You witnessed the events. You were in the belly of the reopen beast. Right. You were part of the rallies. You were part of the organizations. People don't realize that Florida is as free as it is today and was as free as it was during COVID, largely because likely the activation, the organization and the petitioning that you guys did with DeSantis to educate him and to move him onto a different path from Trump. So you're talking about two executives at different levels, one of a state, one of the country, going down a similar path of fear, lockdown, mandates, states of emergency. And then you begin to see right around summer of 2020, then begin to take different paths, right? So this isn't, you know, and I want people to understand that about you because it's something I appreciate about you. You are willing to take scrutiny and that, you know, this isn't kind of like, you're, you're, um, you know, on team DeSantis, you are an independent observer of what went down in Florida. And you also have Mar-a-Lago, you have Trump right there as well. So you are embedded in all of this. And I just think you're the best resource, honestly, to talk to. So I just want to let the, the audience understand, um, you know, that one angle, because I, I think it's an important one, you know? Thanks for listening to the Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. As you all know, the Joy family is super sporty. We all play volleyball. The kids are playing beach volleyball in the summer, high school volleyball in the fall. And right now we are traveling across the country almost every weekend, different city every weekend, playing club volleyball. And uh, the kids need good nutrition. Very difficult to be healthy on the road. Sometimes they're playing you know, up to five games a day, 10 games in a weekend, And they need the vitamins and minerals. They need the nutrition. And I'm so thrilled to partner up with Field of Greens so that they can get all of the vitamins and the nutrients and the nutrition that they need to supplement their regular diet and keep them full of energy and healthy on the court. Also, healing after these long tournaments is really important. And the product line over at Field of Greens is fantastic. It is an easy way to make sure that your family is getting the nutrients that they need all natural every single day. Go to fieldofgreens.com. That's fieldofgreens.com. And plug in the promo code Shannon. You can check out their whole lineup of products. And if you put in that promo code Shannon, you'll get 15% off your order. So we're super excited to partner up with them and looking forward to a super healthy, super healthy 2023. Well, thank you, Shannon. And uh, this lie that goes around to discredit me 
is that I'm like some kind of paid uh, activist for uh, Ron DeSantis and they're somehow funneling money to me through back channels or whatever, which people that accuse you of something, they're usually doing it themselves. So it makes me wonder about the Trump campaign and who they might be funneling money to. But uh, the people that Ron DeSantis pays, as far as I know, they're all the ones that are, they have team DeSantis in their profiles. Like it's public record that they work for him. I don't. And uh, I chased Ron DeSantis all around the state. I started out going to his press conferences. They wouldn't let me in at first. So we would camp out outside and uh, he would go one time. He had a press conference at Okeechobee Obi Steakhouse. Yeah. And he was going around saying, we don't have mass mandates. And I saw what he was doing. He was trying to promote businesses and especially restaurants because restaurants were taking it on the chin. Right. But the problem was, was these local governments, the Palm Beach Commission, the Broward Commission, uh, the Miami mayor, which in, in Florida, it's very different than a place like South Dakota or something like that. We've got, I think, uh, like uh, three times more people just in Broward County than South yeah. Dakota has in the wow. whole state. Mm-hmm. And you had these uh, mayors that were acting as oligarchs, basically, yes. yep. and uh, they were treating uh, Miami-Dade as their own kingdom, mm. and then they were flipping off DeSantis, and they were automatically imposing uh, the CDC Jeez. guidelines. It was like the CDC was like running our county, and wow. I'm like, wait a minute, I didn't elect the CDC. They're not the governing body, but it just became that that was just gospel. Whatever they said had to go. So um, we finally took the uh, with the uh, at Okeechobee Steakhouse, you know, he came out and um, I'll give it to DeSantis. He's very good at, at like so, at, at getting out, sneaking in and out of, of a of a press Benny. conference. But we we came out of I had a bullhorn and we were yelling at him saying, look, they are um, we get it. You're not doing a mass mandate for the whole state. We appreciate that. But these local governments are still doing it to us. And uh, we even took it to his house and even burned some masks right in front of the uh, governor's mansion. And we we marched you are around. Legit. I bull- oh, I bullhorned him. And you know what's interesting? You are legit. These- Reopen, Chris, oh, man. You put me to shame. At, uh, <laughs> he was at a bill signing uh, in Palm Beach. And I started yelling at him to unmask the children. He goes, we're not masking the children. And I said, but they're still doing it. Yeah. But literally weeks after I would call him out on something, he would act. He issued his first major executive order after we did our target protests and after we did oh, the uh, demonstration at the governor's mansion, which um, was basically a right to work order yeah. and said, look, we are not going to tell you you can't work. Uh, and uh, any COVID fines, because these these jackasses at the commission, they had their little uh, brown shirts out issuing um fines to any business that had more than 15 people or like was uh, not serving food, but they weren't weren't requiring masks. They had all Mm -hmm. these little, it was basically, they were trying to follow the same playbook that uh, New York was, but uh, DeSantis issued an executive order and, uh, and, and he did listen to us and did rein him in and uh, rein them in. That's when I became a fan. Listen, this is uh, this is for the record. And this is what is really irritating me because and it seems like you're kind of on the same path as as I am. You know, I'm not uh, I'm independent. I made a pledge to my audience in this electoral cycle. I will not take a single penny from any candidate for any reason. I will not take any money from their super PACs. I will not run any advertising. I'm going to be you know completely out of this. Right. And you can't say that for some of the biggest talkers in Con Inc., Okay, it's very frustrating the dirty deals that they do on the DL. Okay, 
Um, so I never even came into this wanting to defend DeSantis or, or, you know, I, I want to interview these guys because I have some tough questions for all of them, but I'm getting really irritated because they are completely lying. And to me, it's dangerous because the one we cannot let them from our side go in and skewer and demean and completely rewrite the history of one of the only executives on the face of the planet that actually did anything. That is a body blow to the freedom movement, the medical freedom movement, everything that you've worked for for three years and growing your platform, Chris, everything that you fought for on the streets of Florida with the picketing and the signs and the protests in the in the bullhorns, everything that our docs have done, everyone who stood up, the doctors, all the me independent media outlets that have come up through all of this, all of that is completely smashed. If we allow the guy who put us in the cages in the first place to go and completely skewer the guy who didn't, that's not okay. That's when I'll get irritated. And you don't want me to get irritated. I'm a very nice girl. <laughs> But when this happens, it really ticks me off. When we come back, we're going to continue this discussion. Follow Reopen uh, Chris. His handle is at Reopen Chris on Twitter. And he's doing some great videos, some great independent journalism, some on the ground reporting um, in Florida, which is a very important state. And he's setting the record straight on what the heck went down in Florida once and for all and who Ron DeSantis is as a governor when he governs. Okay. I'm tired of people talking about he loves this country. He loves this person. He's a good person. You don't know these people. I don't know these people. None of us know these people. The only thing that we can know is how they govern the discernible policy outcome, what they do. And that is very clear. It is crystal clear. And that is why Team MAGA is doing everything they can. The fan dances, the smoke and mirrors, all of the bots and trolls on social media because they want to distract you from what you can know for sure, which is the truth. We're not going to let them do that. When we come back, we're going to continue this discussion with Reopen Chris. Really glad you're with us tonight on the show. Back in a moment on the Shannon Joy Show. It is not uh, if, it is when. They are in the process of devaluing our dollar, ruining our currency, the shenanigans over at the Fed, the profligate spending, the COVID cash, the mismanagement of all of our funds, the federal government. We know both parties involved, they see it as a fait accompli. The central banking, digital currency, the world government bringing us all into this electronic currency that they control, that they can surveil. This is what they plan to do. Most think it's going to happen around the time of the new presidency when there is the emergency, whether it's a stock market crash or you name it, whatever they decide to do. But they want your money. They want your cash. They want your investments. This is why investing in gold is absolutely critical right now. I see it as an act of resistance, an act of independence. I buy gold personally, and I recommend our friends over at Augusta Precious Metals. I love this company because they do not doom sell. So they don't go in and try to scare the pants off of you. Like they're very, they believe in their product. They understand that as many people as possible invested in gold, having physical gold, divesting themselves from the apparatus and the, the uh, financial institutions that will end 
sovereignty and economic sovereignty in America if they have their way. They understand all of it. They've been doing this for years. They have, I mean, A++++++ ratings with every ratings agency you can ever imagine. And um, they don't do the hard sell. They don't try to try to twist the arms. I mean, they're just wonderful people. So I want you to call them at 1-855-GOLD-JOY. That's 1-855-GOLD-JOY. That's 465-3569 to get your gold guide and get started with one of their associates who is going to help educate you on gold. Um, They are a great company. You can also click on any of the links underneath on my Rumble page, on Twitter, or on my podcast in the show description. Okay. Augusta Precious Metals, 1-855-GOLD. 465-3569 so they they know that I sent you, right? That's how it works. They got to know that we sent you. So I appreciate you guys who have already reached out to them. They're an amazing company. Okay, reopen Chris. Uh, What else do you do besides your Twitter? Do you have like a, do you have a website with like your journalism or is everything coming out of your Twitter? And also, were you in the media business prior to this? Like, or did you learn this on, you know, as um, a result of the COVID? Thanks for listening to The Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, I am so psyched to be working with the folks over at Colonial Metals Group. You guys know that I am all about personal empowerment, never living in fear or waiting for some politician to save you. Being at the whim of the stock market or the current administration does not make me feel safe or secure. But having a self-directed IRA where I can safely store physical gold and silver, assets that have stood the test of time, makes a lot of sense to me. Let the team of experts at CMG help you protect your family's future. Maybe you're just getting started. Maybe you're already in a 401k or an IRA, or maybe you're thinking about your parents' retirement. Regardless of your situation, Colonial Metals Group can help. We put together a special offer for this audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888-705-0950. That's 888-705-0950, and you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver. Don't sit around waiting for a politician to save you. Save yourself, protect your wealth, and call Colonial Metals Group today. Well, I learned it as I went. And it's yeah. interesting because, uh, you know, Ron DeSantis, I started out crashing some of his press conferences and some of his things. And how did they respond? Oh, they banned me for life. No, as a matter of fact, I got myself a press pass and they said, Chris, come on in. You know, wow. why don't you, you can wow. ask questions uh, just like any other media person. So wow. uh, that that was just wonderful. And I got to say, he responded so much. And uh, not only did he sign executive orders, which is a lot of what Trump did, but uh, he also passed laws that made sure that things like forced masking and uh, vaccine mandates and these type of things, central bank digital currency banned in Florida, passed laws. And you can see my reporting right now. I write for Floridian Press. I've written for Epic Times. I, I write for Floridian Press. And you can go on my website at reopenchris.com and you can see some of my work. So thankful for your work. <clears throat> Honestly, let's talk about, let's, towards the end, I want to talk about, um, I want to go through some of, towards the end of the show, I want to go th- through some of the biggest lies 
that are told about Governor Ron DeSantis to set the record straight um, by the MAGA team. But for the next couple of segments, I, I want to go in and have a discussion about uh, Team MAGA, um, Trump's associates or henchmen, I, I like to call them, the uh, coordinated uh, Twitter bots and trolls that go in uh, with you know two, 10 or 15 followers and give the illusion of a mass movement. Um, all of the tricks, all of the shenan shenaniganizing, all of the paid associates, the way that they pay their associates, um, and some of the people who are the worst offenders. I, people really need to understand what we are up against. They These are peddlers of lies and untruths. I know many of you who are watching right now um, voted for Trump. You might have voted for him twice. There are a lot of people who um, um, believed in Trump, and there were people who may have been part of the MAGA movement um, or are, are still part of the MAGA movement now, maybe not fully understanding what this is. We're not going after you, okay? Um, I can assure you, if you hate this episode and you cannot stand to hear Donald Trump scrutinized or criticized or his associates, you are not gonna like this show this year. You might as well turn it off right now, forever, okay? Because you're not gonna like me and you're not gonna like the show because frankly, you don't like the truth. We deal in truth here. And do I want to go in and stick my neck out to the MAGA people to get lopped off? No. It was very uncomfortable when I did it in 2015 and lost my platform. <laughs> it was very uncomfortable in 2016, 17, 18, and 19 when I was covering his presidency truthful, truthfully. And I, I am very comfortable with losing a portion of my audience that hates truth and hates me because I tell the truth. So you're not going to scare me. You can spare me the notes and the emails and the comments, okay? Just don't follow the show. I've been able to grow this show from one podunk radio station in a double wide in a cornfield. I've been doing this for 10 years. I have curated my audience. You are the smartest people out there on the face of the planet and the best people out there. And that necessarily means that I lose about 15% of you from time to time when I tell the truth. I know how this works, okay? The people who stay with me are the people who are going to change this country. So that's just a that's just a sidebar um, disclaimer before we begin this discussion, okay? But I don't think that people who voted for Trump are bad people, and I don't think MAGA people are bad people. I think most of you are nice people and you're good people, and you're worried about this country, and you think your only option is Donald Trump because that's what everyone in Con Inc. is telling you. It's not true, okay? So, Chris, there's my disclaimer <laughs> as we begin. <laughs> Because now it's whack-a-mole time. I mean, this is when this, they they will just come out, right? In your experience? Well, I, you you sound like a person who really respects your audience. And that's the thing. That's the difference between people like you and people like Bannon and these other guys who will tell bald-faced lies to their audience in order to tickle their eardrums and keep them coming back. Mm. And uh, I know you do. You lose followers sometimes when you tell people the truth. But in the end, they're going to be a lot happier that you told them the truth. I mean, this has just been a, a recurring thing for the past couple of years, you know, telling people the truth about the masks and the shutdowns. Right. People hated you for it. You know, they yeah. were like, oh, my God, you're killing grandma. Yeah. Um, they, they would just come after you and everything like that, even though I did have a lot of fun in some of these 
protests, but you know, right. we were fighting for our lives. They were shutting yeah. our businesses down. They were telling us we yeah. couldn't work. They were telling right. us it was selfish to go to work. All the while, these guys were going and collecting a paycheck still yeah. and trying to tell yeah. pay people not to work. By the way, um, the more money was printed in 2020 than, than e- under Obama or Bush or any of those years by Donald Trump when he signed the CARES Act and right. plunged our country into the uh, economic downturn that we're in now. This is not Biden inflation. This is Trumpflation. Okay. And I'm really looking forward to see what Ron DeSantis has on the economy. And I'd really like to see him hit hard on Trump over the economy, because I still think that Ron DeSantis is not, he hasn't taken off the gloves yet no, when it comes hasn't. to Trump, because we know what happens when you do. All his yeah. cry bully supporters on Twitter, and that's who they are, they're cry bullies, they'll come and go, I don't know who half these people are. And you know, it's also, so I hope he does take off the gloves. Um, yeah. I'm expecting that he will have a policy proposal uh, in New Hampshire next week. On mm-hmm. the economy, so um, expect that I'll actually be up there as well, which will be really cool. But uh, take off the gloves when yeah. it comes to this stuff, and uh, and pin this stuff right on Trump and yes. these uh, Twitter cry bullies. You know, a lot of them. It's interesting. Um, it was uh, Ron DeSantis in 2021 that I called to unmask the kids. Okay. And this is another area where he very much excelled. I was like, they are going to, to mask the kids again because they were uh, already, the, all the school boards down here were saying, we're going to mask the kids. Mm-hmm. All the libs, they were obsessed with these masks. Remember when they were wearing two masks for a while? Because Fauci oh told them to. They really are demented. Yes. Uh, but um, they were going to do it again with the kids. And, you know, I yelled at Ron DeSantis. And guess who threw me out when I did that? It was at Club 45. It was all the Trump people. The Trump people were telling me to shut up when it came to DeSantis. They didn't like the mask burnings I was doing. We did the Million Maskless March in April of 2021. Good for uh, you. Down near Fort Lauderdale Beach. That was a massive event. We burned masks. I mean, I, I... I still think I damaged my lungs from inhaling so much fumes from burning masks. I really don't want to do it against. I mean, we burned thousands of masks. I mean, wow. there were so many masks that we burned that day. Good for you. Uh, yeah, but um, uh, you know, you know, we did these things, and um, you know, but the people, a lot of these people that are uh, are all def- going after DeSantis now and saying he didn't do enough. He didn't do it right. We had lockdowns here and they can just me, me, me. You know, a lot of these people, they weren't calling him out when mm-hmm. I was calling him out. Wow. Why suddenly are they, um, they're all interested in this and suddenly they've all become these critics of DeSantis. They were the kind of people that were telling me to shut up when I was going mm. after DeSantis at the time. Right. So this is all politics. A lot of these guys on Twitter, nobody had heard of them beforehand. They're going to come. They're going to go. They're going to be irrelevant. They're basic, th- This is politics. You said it at the beginning. You can't stand politics because every election year they try to drum up all this turmoil. They're trying they divide to our people. Like- they confuse and divide our people. That makes me very upset. Right. You know, yeah, well, that's that's what they do. They're, these are political operatives, but it, it takes people like us 
uh, people like Bill Mitchell, who he lost a lot of his followers, yes. um, who will stand up and actually love their audience enough yeah. to tell them the truth. And you're right. The, a lot of people that um, support Trump, uh, they're not bad people. I voted for Trump twice. I was at his rallies, by the way, had he mm-hmm. listened to us when we started the fire Fauci chant in Miami. Right. He right. probably would still be president. Let's remember when we go back to the 2020 election, who was it that enabled this mass mail-in ballot scheme and then told all his supporters, but don't use mail-in ballots? I mean, it, the whole entire um, 2020 election, all this stuff was put into motion by Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And when I confronted Bannon and when I confronted Lindell, my main question to both of them was what is going to be different this time? We can't have another January 6th. We right. we know Trump's not going to, he'll throw all his people under the bus in two seconds. But right. I see that these guys are not intellectually honest. They didn't answer your question. They, yeah. Just so you guys know, um, um, Chris went to Turning Point USA. That was the big conference uh, last week, or maybe it was the week before. And it was hastily put together uh, quickly, um, because some, some people believe it's because there was a, another summit that was happening, I believe in Iowa that was the blaze was putting on that Ron DeSantis was going to be at. And Trump didn't want to go to that one because he doesn't want to go into a venue where he's going to be scrutinized. So he canceled, wouldn't go to that venue. And so they created this kind of, uh, event. Some people speculate, Pedro Gonzalez speculates, they created it specifically so that Ron DeSantis wouldn't go to it. So that would be an equalizer. This is how they, this is how they play these games, right? You went to Charlie Kirk's uh, Turning Point USA, TP USA event and were able, he was able to ask some tough questions. Uh, so Bannon wouldn't answer your question. But by the way, here's the thing. I have, I have appreciated Bannon for quite some time because he platforms my amazing friend and the amazing Dr. Naomi Wolf and really did a lot in exposing the COVID-19 vaccines and how dangerous they were. Um, but he continues, despite all of the terrible things that he talks about on his program and the doom and the gloom and the the new world order, right? He he is is apparently going to promote Trump into the White House if humanly possible when this is the same guy who put us on this path. His one of his executive producers or a high-level associate, Grace Chung, recently tweeted this. Disimps, so this is what they call people who value what DeSantis did in Florida, who witnessed what he did, who didn't start out even as necessarily liking him. They call them disimps, deserve a slow and painful financial death. We will make sure this happens. Don't F-U-C-K with MAGA, okay? She tweets this out just yesterday. Trump tweeted out a, a threatening tweet that I don't have with me on Truth Social just a week ago. They're getting more of it. Not only are they lying and demeaning and besmirching and going after people who simply are trying to get to the truth, they are now getting, um, quite frankly, you know, vicious. Okay. And by the way, MAGA, look it up on Wikipedia. It is the the fifth level, highest level MAGA of the Church of Satan. That is just a side note. I never knew this. I looked it up with Chris, but it's Literally MAGA, M-A-G-A, fifth level, highest level 
in the church, in the hierarchy of the church of Satan. I kid you not. So I don't know. I don't know. But what I know is that they don't act like like godly people when they do things like this. There's no virtue in what they're doing, Chris. No, there's not. And I want to say this. Donald Trump is a yellow belly coward mm. for being too afraid to get on a stage with Ron DeSantis. And I hope Ron DeSantis uses those words and calls him out for the coward little chicken that he is for not wanting to get on a stage with DeSantis because he knows when you put these two guys next to each other, young, vigorous DeSantis, old, decaying, decrepit 80-year-old Trump who uh, and his buddies, which are uh, this turning point thing, I thought it was supposed to be something for teenagers uh, and for college students, but you, who do you have there? You've got all Lindell and Bannon and Roger Stone. I mean, nobody under seventy is like speaking, mm. and these are wow. all these uh, these guys that have that are you know washed out and they're scared to death. Of, Roger Stone, uh, a, a degenerate. Yeah, Roger Stone is a complete degenerate. He's well. I, I want to say though. that I, I I'm glad that uh, Stone and I go to the same church, and uh, I'm he is sitting in church every Sunday. Hmm. And uh, I hope that that what the preacher's saying uh, comes through to him. But uh, these lies about Ron DeSantis and this smear campaign of desperation, which is what it is. Uh, no, it's not godly at all. And uh, that's why I, I called him out for um, a lie uh, that he was spreading, he which was not it's not a godly thing to, to do that. But look, um, this Grace Chong meltdown and because uh, that, that was a meltdown. And I think she did it at like 11 o'clock at night. So she might have had a few before. She might have been in it, the cups, but, if you know what I mean. You yeah. know, these these guys that are saying, you know, oh, we're going to get you and there's going to be blood and da, 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 da. This is called cry bullying, because at the same time, all these people, they uh, they'll play the victim and they'll say, oh, oh my goodness. Uh, you know, Chris Nelson asked Mike Lindell if he relapsed, blah, blah, blah. I mean, never mind that I'm in recovery myself. And uh, he and and. Uh, they're all crying about this and this and this. But then at the same time, their guy is lobbing these these fireballs constantly and calling everybody names. But then they, they oh, they just can't take being called out. But I'll tell you this. I go by what Ron DeSantis says. And when uh, creeps like uh, Lindell, who has not been right on anything election wise and then has the gall to try to tell Scott Pressler that he's not on the right track. When Scott's the only one, uh, thank God for him, who is telling these guys, look, um, there is a real problem here uh, with Trump's ground game. And uh, are we really going to be able to win unless we're embracing an all of the above approach? And that was what my it, point of talking to these guys, yeah. that, that they're still trying to say, oh, it's the machines and come up with. And now Lindell saying that DeSantis rigged machines to steal his election. Lindell has no business being on a stage at any conservative event 
anywhere. Okay, um, nothing he said is right. So um, my, the question is: Is Trump's viability? We see polls now that show in Arizona Trump getting crushed by Biden and DeSantis beating him. So at this point, if you're supporting Donald Trump, you are supporting a second term for Joe Biden. That is interesting because you have you. We do have these polls, right? Um, if you look at the Republican Party, because of the conservative machine, because of the henchmen on social media and Twitter, because of the bots and trolls. And because of this narrative that Trump is uh, is is a fait accompli, he, it, it is it is baked into the cake. There's no way an outsider can come in there. You will see polls that will reflect that. People p- typically want to pick the winner. So if you look at a poll of who you're going to pick for the for the primary, Republicans will say they will lean towards Trump. And some of those polls are pretty substantial. But the more important polls, and that's just because they're being influenced. It's just because that's what Sean Hannity is telling them all day and Mark Levin and all of the squawkers on conservative media and the folks on Fox News. But when you look at the polls of a a Trump versus Biden contest, it's not even close. It's worse than it was in 2020. And to your point about Scott Pressler, um, the ground game, what, what is the concerns what are the concerns about the ground game? What is he saying? And why should the, this audience be concerned about the apparatus that Trump has put together right now? Well, when I look at uh, elections and I, I'm seeking the truth, I'm not trying to skew things one way or another. Uh, Scott has been uh, non-biased in this and he spoke at Turning Point USA. So, I mean, I know Scott's a huge Trump fan and also a huge DeSantis fan, but I was told that uh, Trump's ground game in New Hampshire is pathetic. First, mm. he skips the, um, the the Blaze Summit was also part of this family leader event uh, with Bob Vanderplatt, who is yes. a huge political mover and shaker uh, in the uh, evangelical. Iowa. Yeah. Um, in in Iowa. And then you have Laura Loomer and Trump's surrogates, uh, Bruzowitz, you know, going at him and, and calling him a disimp. And, and Laura Loomer Trump's. called called Vanderplatz a disimp. Bruzowitz did. Loomer Bruzowitz. said, why would why would Trump waste his time at your stupid ass conference? If you <gasps> look at, and, and this is these are the this is Iowa Christian voters. These are the ones that we're going to have to talk to in the general election. So it's like, okay, say that Trump does beat DeSantis because we know, you know, he's just crushing him in every poll, right? Yeah, right, whatever. All right. Uh, Say we do have Trump. He's offended um, the entire um, uh, evangelical community. Never mind the fact that Trump is the farthest thing from a Christian you could ever find with his lifestyle and his behavior. But then he's going to offend all the evangelicals there. And and in New going to the ground game um, in New Hampshire, I was told Trump's got two guys running the show up there. One of them is a former Jeb Bush guy. Well, I thought that DeSantis was both Jeb Bush puppet. No, he's a for you want to see all the people that Trump has on his payroll that are former Jeb Bush people. It's a lot. OK, and uh, that their their ground game up there in New Hampshire sucks. At the same time, people telling me Ron DeSantis has the best ground game of anybody they've ever seen. I know he had to make his campaign a little leaner lately. That that's that's one of the hallmarks of him, by the way, is um, adjusting and adjusting to the conditions on the field. But then um, Scott Pressler came into one of my chats, one of my um, Twitter Spaces, and um, backed up what I was saying. He said, yeah. you know, he's got some uh, concerns about this, but none of these guys 
seem concerned about this at all. And Ron DeSantis is uh, is embracing an all of the above approach. You could put, um, I'm actually going to put a video together about this where it's showing what Scott's saying because he's on the ground. He is on yeah. the ground, yeah. And he's seeing what's going on, and and he's the expert in this. We know that Ron McDaniel isn't doing her job, but Scott's doing it for her, mm. and um, uh, we we know that. Uh, that there there's there is serious problems there with yeah. the ground game uh we got to remember like we're going to we're going to have to um it, Trump if Trump does get the nomination he's going to we're going to have to have Trump against Biden and we're going to have to carry Trump and all of these degenerate um people calling women the c word and all this stuff this guy Raheem Kassam and all these people that are around Trump we're gonna there there that's gonna be the team that he's gonna bring into the general. Do you Unbelievable. Really that he's gonna win that. And I gotta believe the people that are all around Trump right now, uh, they're on a political suicide mission, you know. But when it comes Weird. to them making their little threats and doing these little things, look, I dealt with people on the left coming at me. You know, this is nothing different. They're just using the same uh same. Uh, playbook that the people on the left do. Uh, don't be intimidated by them at all and just stay the course. Yeah. We've seen recently former Trump supporters, heavily influential um, Trump supporters now come out publicly recently. Uh, Tracy Beans has been critical of what's going on. God bless her, man. She has 500,000 followers. She is the senior editor or the, the editor of uh Uncover DC, great person, has come out publicly. Bill Mitchell, you mentioned. Uh, Pedro Gonzalez what is a little bit older. He's been on this uh, beat now for uh, about a year. But even people like Tommy Laren, who has a, a, a strong following as well. So you are beginning to see, and, and to your point, you know, no one wants to take the gloves off with Trump because we all have post-traumatic stress disorder, I think, from it. Like I do. Like literally talking about this makes me sweat. I'm sweating. Cause I know like I'm going to get smashed. <laughs> like people are going to smash me and no one wants to do it. And in the consultants will tell, will tell Ron DeSantis a full frontal attack of Trump never works. Don't do it. However, I don't think that this Trump is the same Trump that we uh, met in 2015. I don't think the organization is the same. It's not nearly as strong. And I do think that, Another alpha needs to come into this room and take out the alpha. I, I, you know what I mean? Not to be, not to go all barbarian on you, but, I, you know, and I, I think that you're seeing more and more people, despite the trolls and the bots and, and the, the attack dogs that he will unleash, more people are beginning to coalesce around this idea and feel more comfortable coming and speaking out. And I think you have something to do with that. I appreciate it. you were kind of at the tip of the spear, so to speak, in some of this. So I appreciate that. But are you seeing that? Well, it's great when you can reach uh, some of these influencers and Tracy Beans is just fantastic. Yes, and you yes. really see who is being intellectually honest and who isn't, you know? And uh, I mean, how many people has Trump offended? I mean, he, uh, Kaylee McEnany, somebody yes. who was a, a fantastic press secretary, um, you know, he wants to throw her under the bus. He goes after the governor of Iowa, Kim Reynolds. I mean, is he going to go after the Pope next? I'm wondering, like, 
Who else does he? Who's the most famous rabbi in the world? Is he going to go after him? Like, who does he want? Who? I mean, he already like went after Bob Vanderplatz or his people did. And he told him that his conference didn't matter because he's going to go to his little uh, celebrity grifter fest, uh, which I wasn't very impressed with at all. Right. Um, you know, here in Palm Beach. But, uh, you know, how many people is he going to throw into the bus? But I think this is important because um, when you're out there, and your 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 people are watching you. You know they're watching your behavior. If you haven't noticed, um, we're being held up to a higher standard than the Trump people. Like, if I, not that I would ever do this, but if I some of the things came out of my mouth, like what, what Grace Chong was saying, um, or a, a, a brown blood or whatever the heck it was, yeah, I get you know, or yeah. uh, or Raheem Kassam or uh, Loomer or any of these guys are saying. I mean, I, that I wouldn't do it first to begin with. But uh, they would come after me hardcore, you know. Yeah. So they're there watching. Are, yeah, no you know, rules. People are watching, and sometimes don't think that your uh, platform doesn't matter, okay? Because if I'm talking to people in your audience, if you have just a couple hundred Twitter followers, or if you just have uh, Twitter spaces with just like 20 people, or um, you have certain people in your orbit, you never know who might be watching you who mm -hmm. might have a much bigger platform right. and they're, believe me, they're watching the behavior of the Trump people. Yeah. And uh, they're also watching behavior of people at background DeSantis. And yeah. uh, I think that you're going to see a lot more um, influencers who are going to, uh, to come to the DeSantis side yeah. and, uh, and say they've had enough of Trump. I know personally uh, a few big influencers like, who are are ready to take the gloves off, are ready to, you know, enough is enough. And I really, this is not okay. What I'm witnessing and what I'm seeing as someone who kind of wanted to stay out of this, <laughs> stupidly, um, it's it I it's it has to stop. Um, there are no rules with the, these people. There is there is no bar too low with these people. The words that they use, the profanity that they use, the vicious uh, malignment, uh, the attacks. Um, the, the gaslighting, the rewriting of history, the, you know, it, it's so deceptive. It is, it is so untrue and it is essentially the core of the trans, the, the Trump campaign. The, he's not even making an attempt to apologize or course correct or acknowledge the problems with the COVID vaccine and Operation Warp Speed and handing the government over to Fauci and handing it over to the Pentagon and, and, and the, the masking. Like, there is no responsibility taken. There is no acknowledgement. To empower that same person in as the as the standard bearer for a freedom movement or an, an opposition movement against what Biden is doing is insane. It's, it That's guys, a, yeah. it's, it's insane. And I love you all, but it's insane. We it, and and it's dangerous because that will embolden them even further for whatever they have in plan for us post 2024, whether it's Trump or Biden. You know? You know, that's another problem because uh, if we're gonna have Trump and Biden on the debate stage together, or God forbid we're gonna have Trump and Newsom on the campaign stage, on the debate stage together, how is Trump going to call out Joe Biden over his son's dealings with uh, with China and uh, Burisma and these things 
when Trump's circle includes the likes of Susie Wiles, who works for a lobbying firm, who uh, has clients that are um, associated with the Chinese Communist Party, like Alibaba and these uh, these uh, people that make actual equipment to surveil Americans. Uh, so, you know, Trump's going to stand up there and try to have some kind of moral high ground on the vaccine when he's the one who uh, promoted it and still to this day stands by it. And I get it. We had the vaccine rollout happen in Florida, okay? Um but Ron DeSantis has now impaneled again jury to yeah. um, and they're going to come back soon. That's by the way, look out for that, because when that grand jury comes back, it's going to be very interesting uh, what they come up with and the action he takes. I expect that's going to happen in the next few months. But he's the only candidate who is promising a reckoning for Operation Warp Speed. He's yeah. the only candidate who I believe. He said, on the front end, there's going to be pardons for people like the January Sixers and people that have been targeted by the Justice Department. Including Trump. uh, Including Trump. He included including Trump. It's like, oh, my gosh. Chris Nelson. uh, Okay, let's go to break. Let's go to break real quick because we're going to continue this discussion. Um, Chris Nelson, he's great, writes for The Epic Times. You can follow him on Twitter. His handle is at reopenchris. And reopenchris.com is his website. That's where you can go to see all of his work and support his work. Um, I hope you guys have found a new source because um, I liked you. To, I liked you before, Chris, but I like you more now. And uh, you do really great work. Uh, we're going to be back in a moment to continue the show. So keep it right here. This segment is brought to you by our friends over at Native Path Collagen. We are so thankful for their sponsorship. And as you know, as we age, we don't make as much collagen. It's why our your bones hurt, your joints hurt. It's why your hair is dull and your fingernails are brittle and your skin is sagging, right? It's all having to do with collagen. So as you get older, as I am, and we all are, you need to replace that collagen and you need to do that every day. I use uh, collagen in my coffee every morning. It's something I've been doing for ages. And the folks over at Native Path um, have uh, created very high quality collagen and they are offering it to this audience at 55% off. It's a limited time only deal. But if you go to stopboneonbone.com slash joy, that is stopboneonbone.com slash joy, you will get access to this deal, 55% off. And essentially it's like a six month supply for $30. It's a really good deal. Um, and it's really great collagen. So go to stopboneonbone.com slash joy. Chris Nelson is with us. He is Reopen Chris on Twitter. The handle is at Reopen Chris. And he's giving us uh, the truth, the real deal about Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump and the increasingly vicious, vicious battle um, coming primarily. I'm just going to tell you guys the truth. It's coming primarily from Team Trump and MAGA. Uh, DeSantis really has not even taken the gloves off. People are are beginning to encourage him to do so because, I mean, the level of vitriol, the lies and uh, the vicious attacks on not only DeSantis, but also uh, his campaign, people around him, his wife, and then people like uh, Chris and myself, myself, who, you know, will will rarely step into this um, because it it does come at a price. It comes at a price with these people uh, to stand up for the truth. And I'm it's just got to stop. It's got to stop. I would like to, in this segment, Chris, um, 
I would like to set the record straight about about Ron DeSantis and some of the biggest lies and the biggest um, attacks that you have seen um, about Ron DeSantis. Um, one is, you know, the accusations of his relationship with the Bushes, Jeb Bush, like all of the Rhino Republicans. They will paint it that he is in bed with the rhinos and in bed with the globalists, right? And the banks. Can you address, uh, or not the banks, but yeah, but like, you know, the the banksters that are controlling some of the money aspects. Can you um, tell the audience what you know about Ron DeSantis and um, his connections, if any, to, um, you know, World Economic Forum, Rhino Republicans, donors? Some, a couple people mentioned that Dominion, I think is a donor or he, you know, there, there's some donor connections there. Um, what have you found in terms of his links to um, the big, bad uh, rhino Republicans and globalists? Well, if Ron DeSantis is a globalist, he's the absolute worst globalist that I've ever seen in my life. Uh, these, I, I did, well, first this uh, thing that Lindell is running around saying that, uh, Ron DeSantis sat in a room with a Dominion lawyer that sued my pillow. And he's arguing, oh, his pillow. Oh, no. no. And uh, uh, watching his pillow. What is this makes? I mean, uh, sat in a room. This woman has represented a lot of different people, but he's they do this whole uh, guilt by association thing where it's like, OK, well, Jeb Bush was standing, w- went to the inauguration. He's a former governor of Florida. OK, he decided to attend this inauguration. I believe that these um, former governors, they have a um, a standing invite to go to to uh, events like this. Right. Uh, but they took that and him just standing there. And I was at the inauguration and I remember when Jeb Bush walked out and I was like, oh, this is going to be a problem. Yeah. Um, but uh, absolutely none. There's no um, evidence whatsoever that he has any connection with Jeb Bush. And I don't think he talks to Jeb Bush or anything. He just attended an inauguration. He was in a room once with a lawyer that Mike Lindell doesn't like. So that means that he uh, is somehow plotting against Mike Lindell and Donald Trump, which you know, honestly, uh, you couldn't find two more people that uh, it would just be better for the whole country if they just faded and, and faded away. But then look, you've got um, uh, so uh, Ron DeSantis is doing things like signing a law against a WHO pandemic treaty that we're not going to be doing that in Florida. We're not going to be having a central bank digital currency. He made uh, gas stoves tax free to stick it to the, the uh, World Economic Forum no and uh, their little plan to try to ban gas stoves. OK, is that going along with the World Economic Forum? At the same time, you got Trump going over to the World Economic Forum, actually going to Davos. OK, you're not going to see Ron DeSantis set foot in Davos. Are you oh, kidding my word. me? But, oh, my but word. Trump goes over there. But according to his followers, it was to call out Klaus Schwab. I didn't see him call him out. I saw him call Klaus Schwab his friend. Trump I'm sat really there on stage with Klaus Schwab, then called him his friend. But because he gave some speech to the, and, and criticized them, that, then we're supposed to think he's just, this is all part of the plan, you know? And, and then um, when you talk about the neocons, OK, because this is important, OK, because this this Ukraine stuff, this redistribution of our country's wealth. Oh, yes. Um, I, through this money funneling yeah, operation yeah. through Ukraine. 
has yep. got to stop. You've got Trump hanging out with Lindsey Graham. Okay. He brings Lindsey Graham, the biggest rhino neocon known to man. We don't need him exposed, by the way. Okay. Lindsey Graham, we know who he is. So if you're trying to use the little BS uh, excuse Rolodex that he's just trying to expose the deep state. We know who Lindsey Graham is. We don't need him to expose him. Okay. No, but then a, a couple weeks after he has uh, Lindsey Graham up st on stage, who wants a blank check to Ukraine for forever, mm. he got, sits down with Hannity and says, Oh, if I can't work this out within the first 24 hours, we're just going to give Ukraine even more money and more weapons. That's right. Have you noticed that the, the Trump people have shot up about Ukraine after that? They were yeah. trying to attack DeSantis on that. But as soon yeah. after Trump said that, you don't hear them talk about that anymore. What is the name? What is the nature of their criticism on uh, DeSantis for Ukraine? Let's address that one, because I remember thinking I didn't really like what he said about about Ukraine. But I, I don't remember what the, the nature of the of the statement was. Do you know? Uh, no blank check okay. and sustainable peace over there. And uh, which uh, Ron DeSantis, when when I hear somebody say no blank check, that means that, look, we're either we're going to decide what to do with this, but we're going to cut the funding off the funding mm -hmm. and funneling our money and funneling our weapons over there and funneling thing like that under Ron DeSantis is going to stop. Um, I would like even more powerful statements from him on that yeah. uh, because uh, and next week with this e economy rollout, I think this is going to be a real uh, a real turning point in the okay. campaign when, when yeah. he does this. But uh, but you've got Ron DeSantis saying no blank check who has been in Iraq. He always brings this up that he's been involved in, in the Iraq quagmire that he called it, which is just to keep this endless war going because you've got these neocons that are that are it within the State Department that just they're they want these never ending wars. And Ron DeSantis saying I was over there attached to the SEAL team. And uh, and working over there, I saw it firsthand that we can't do this. So on one end, you got Ron DeSantis saying, "No blank check. Mm. We're going to uh, we're we're going we're gonna to stop this, uh, regardless of what happens." Then on the other end, you've got Trump saying, "I'm going to um, turn it up even more. I'm going to yeah. give them even more." So um, if you if Donald Trump, he will never win a general election, but if he did, you can expect that Ukraine policy um, of of a blank check policy to continue. Why do I know that? Because he told us that's what he's going to hmm. do. Oh, absolutely. Ron DeSantis will not. Yeah. It's very interesting because you do see Ron DeSantis having a very uh, nuanced and layered understanding of a lot of these issues. Uh, he was asked a question about the vaccines at a town hall event recently in Iowa. And you could tell that uh, he was listening to people like Peter McCullough. You could tell that he had uh, studied up on it, that he understood, he understood the nature of the injuries. Um, and he had a plan for it, the grand jury. Um, and I'll tell you, uh, with six counties now in Florida and counting, declaring the vaccines to be a bioweapon, um, that if that continues, I could see them pulling the vaccines in Florida and I could see DeSantis doing that. I think that that would be actually a game changer for his campaign if he were able to do something like that prior to the primary. Uh, we'll see what happens with the grand jury. But he understands the issue and he'll speak to the issue. He'll speak to the well, death and destruction.
Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to address this because there's a lot of podcast hosts and people out there that call the vaccine a bioweapon and uh, really uh, built their platform off of opposing the vaccine and exposing the vaccine. Yet they are now um, supporting the father of the vaccine for right. president, which hey, look, admitted. It, this, he said it. This is a, this is a, this is what I mean, he named himself. It doesn't even begin to describe it. You he know, and, and they're saying Nuremberg 2.0, the only person that's promising anything like that, any kind of a reckoning, he even has the grand jury out, is Ron DeSantis. Yet they're opposing him and they're standing by Trump. And it's just it just shows that there's a lot of hypocrisy yeah. uh, with a lot of podcast hosts and things like that. But how the hell is Donald Trump going to get on a debate stage with Joe Biden? Because he can be a yellow belly coward when it comes to Ron DeSantis and refuse to be in the same room as him. And if he's in this state, Trump's going to be down here doing something way cooler and better, you know, with Charlie Kirk and stuff. He can, but really he's a coward. Um, He's going to have to get on a debate stage with Joe Biden if he's the nominee. How is he going to stand up there and criticize Biden's policies on the vaccine and how and what Biden did with the vaccine when he didn't do a damn thing to stop it? As a matter of fact, he was horrible with his employees at Trump property, um, making them take the vaccine or wear a mask. Here is a problem. Here is a promise. If it is a Trump versus Biden um, contest. Every issue that is meaningful to you and my audience will be taken off the table. They won't even discuss it. There will not be a discussion of COVID-19 lockdowns. There will not be a discussion about masking. There will not be a discussion about the CARES Act and the money. There will not be a discussion about Ukraine. There will not be a discussion about vaccines. There will not be a discussion about Operation Warp Speed. There will not be a discussion about uh, the the coup d'etat that occur- occurred when, when Trump handed this country over to the military as part of an operation post-COVID-19. There will not be a talk no talk about the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab and everything that they plan for us. There will be no discussion about central banking digital currency. None of it. None of it. Because they are on the same page in every way. This is the promise. I promise you. All of the issues that are important to you will be taken off of the table. And do not believe the, the pollsters or the consultants when they tell you the American people just want to move on. No. No. You see the, oh, no. the, the orange, uh, uh, you know, smoke bombs descending over the East Coast, right? The the, the number of, of viruses that they have lined up, which could be weaponized at any time and deployed on the American people, the gain-of-function research that is continuing in our faces, despite all of the work that was done by Ram, or by Ram Paul and all of the exposure on Capitol Hill. So this is a promise. It is a promise. Chris, can you tell us, you mentioned um, some of like the, the worst actors in Team MAGA. Again, MAGA, the fifth level, highest level in the hierarchy of the Church of Satan. I'll just remind that of, uh, again, remind you of that again. I don't know. Is it a coincidence, Chris? I don't know. <laughs> it just, you can't make some it's of this stuff up. It's, I mean, MAGA, M-A-G-A, highest level in the hierarchy of the Church of Satan. Maybe it's just a sick joke. Who are some of the worst actors? You mentioned um, Mike Landell, you know, goes out as uh, an attack dog for Trump. You have Bannon at times, although I hear in closed in behind, you know, closed doors, 
Bannon, you know, says different things. I'm not really sure what to make of him, but who are some of the worst characters on Twitter that people need to watch out for and maybe just kind of like ignore or block or, you know, step away from who have you found? You know, I, I, I don't really want to give them any publicity, okay. but, okay. Uh, you know, we know who they are and okay. uh, they are, they engage in these mass reporting things, which is what the left does to try to get you kicked off. And uh, you just got to um, understand when it's, I don't like to block people, but when people actually mean you harm and yes. they're trying to do your, you harm, you yeah. have got to block them. Uh, but a lot of these people, I didn't know who the mean team was and all. I, I didn't know who the hell these people were. All of a sudden they show up and I'm supposed to, and they're making memes of me with like, Guys with speedos in the bag with bodily fluids on my face, and so I'm like, I'm like, I don't even know who these people are. But I got to tell you, dealing with uh, people on the left uh, uh, prepared me for this um, because um, it's really no different. They use the same tactics, and now seeing that these are, people are part of MAGA, I'm like, why didn't I notice them before? I mean, I go down to uh, to the courthouse. Where uh, where Trump's going to be? Uh, Trump's being arraigned there a couple months ago. Um, you know, very indictment fest two. You know, indictment fest three is coming around the corner. Um, Victim really, casting, I mean, putting somebody up, put, and this is another. This is a thing. Putting a guy up for president. I don't care if he. Ne I know Trump never did anything wrong. He's never done anything wrong in his life. Ever. Everybody's unfair to him. He's never done anything wrong in his life. Got it? Okay, but still, putting somebody up to run as your candidate who is going to be on trial under federal charges under federal indictment when you got a candidate who's kicking Biden's ass in every single poll mm -hmm. who's like the literally the perfect candidate you could possibly find uh, as as uh, as well you're going to put the the 80 year old that's getting indicted up that is lunacy and the only people who would want to do that are people that really want to see the Republican party destroyed so i posted a video when they they were there and Vivek was there the, the maga darling uh, pharmacy shell Vivek uh, was, was the fake candidate by George Soros standing there and he's playing to a crowd of people that are chanting F DeSantis F DeSantis um, in my face. I don't know if you saw that video, but you know, I'm showing these people. And I, I don't know who these people are, but they're, uh, they're not know, us. some of them are, but but they're, this is not the same uh, as a Trump rally from 2016 mm. or 2020. And uh, and I, my best advice when you know who the, the, the bad actors are and people are, you know, it, expose them for who they are. But if somebody does mean you harm, then you do need to uh, extract them from your life yeah. and protect yourself from them but, uh, for listen. your own sanity, number yeah. one, and, and for your own inner peace. But uh, oh, yeah, but I have no problem blocking. There's yeah, more people out there that do mean you harm. And you have to always mm -hmm. know that. Um, when you're going through your life. I'll, if you irritate me, I'll block you on Twitter. I'm done. Don't irritate me. Because I'll block, I'll, I block so fast. I block That's so fast. That's a great fast. way to just not Just don't irritate I, me. I don't, good. yeah. <laughs> like it, I can tell, I can spot in a second people who just want to dissemble. They, they want to, a lot of, you know, one of the ways that you can find out um, the trolls, they usually have a hundred or, or fewer followers. Sometimes they're, you know, recently created accounts. 
And um, I'm just so acclimated to them. I can spot them a mile away, but I really don't irritate me because that's how my, my threshold and this is, you know, I, I, I came full circle when I first started on Twitter. I'm like, I'm never going to block anyone. Cause I want free speech. These people do not want free speech. They, they don't, this they dissemble. They, they're there. They're paid. They're trolls. They're not real. They're in some warehouse in Ukraine, probably clacking away on computers. And the second they see like the keyword, they go in and they smash. Those are the bots and the trolls. And then you have the lieutenants, the henchmen, the people at the top who are given, let me tell you, these people are platformed. So they're given 500,000 followers. They have been awarded that, you know, that this is not, um, these are not organic followings uh, for these people. And uh, those are the, the tricks that they use. And what they're trying to do is shock and awe. It's the same as the, the Jeb Bush $100 million campaign war chest that was trotted out at CPAC before Trump came down the elevator and everyone in the establishment just assumed it was going to be Jeb Bush and it ended up being Donald Trump. So anyone who tells you that it's impossible and Trump can't or and DeSantis can't do it and that it's a fait accompli, don't believe that. But they're banking on people just kind of giving up. Uh, you know what I mean? Like taking the crappy candidate because it's all we're, we're, you know, we're worthy of and it's all we're going to get. And I'm here to tell you guys, you can have the filet mignon, okay? You can have the steak. Take it, right? You don't have to be afraid. You don't like this, this primary season within the Republican Party. Again, I'm an independent, so I'm not even involved in it. But you don't have to take the spam. You don't have to take the crappy candidate that did this to you in the first place. You can get someone who you have, there's discernible policy outcome. You can see, you can, you, you can know them by their fruit, right? So let's go with that biblically. Bingo. Okay. Bingo. And, uh, um, you you know, with a lot of these guys, um, it's not going to be very good for them with DeSantis as the nominee, because guess what? Ron DeSantis will beat Joe Biden or Gavin Newsom. He's got the ground game. He's following the advice of Scott Pressler, whether he's doing it directly or whether they're, they've both come to the same conclusion by this looking at the same evidence. But he's got the ground game in place where uh, to overcome voter fraud. He's done it in Florida. And you know, I want to say Mike Lindell, you know, don't you want a guy who can beat the system? Obviously, he it's doesn't. Because Mike Lindell doesn't care about it. He doesn't care about getting the country on the right track. He doesn't care about if it's what what you're seeing right now is what I call the Al Sharpton syndrome. Okay. Mm. If um, it, it, a, where a solution to the problem will equal their income stream getting cut off. If mm. there ever was racial harmony in America and they're, they're trying to gin up the, the racial stuff again here in Florida, you can see they do this all the time, but, but I don't think people are going to fall for it. Yeah. I give black people a lot more credit than people on the left do. Yeah, but right. uh, the, the Al Sharpton syndrome being is if we had uh, racial harmony in this country, then Al Sharpton would go out of business. You right. know? And so he yeah. invested in seeing more uh, riots and more racial distress and things like that. If we did have Ron DeSantis as president, because he will beat Biden, if we make him the nominee, he will beat Biden and he will build the wall and he'll do it pretty quickly yeah. too. Yeah. And uh, he, he will get these things done and, and get these things done um, in a quick ma- manner. And uh, it's going to make uh, a lot of these guys that are making their living. And some of these people are in Congress too, by the way, the people sure. that you notice the people 
people in Congress that they need all the attention on them all the time, but they don't really accomplish anything. They but don't. they raise a lot of money. I and know they, they sure do, uh, uh, get in front of every camera they possibly can. But yeah. it's going to make people like that. It's going to make a lot of these pe- uh, people with podcasts and all look like they are, uh, you know, not they're they're going to um, slide towards irrelevance. So yeah. these people, they're grasping on uh, to uh, to what they think is their last bit. And then and then there it's better for them too if Biden actually wins and stays in because then they can claim voter fraud again they can run more hustles with that uh they'll have th- more stuff to complain about they can complain about the deep state uh they can complain about Hunter ad nauseum they yeah. can complain and I get it yeah Hunter Biden does need to go to jail and yes. it's, un- it's ridiculous that he has okay yeah, fine yeah, he's yeah. a crackhead I get it all right but uh, uh, but but it it works out better for these guys to keep having this turmoil. Mm-hmm. And uh, really, Ron DeSantis is a MAGA grifter's worst nightmare. Yeah, because the gravy well, train is going to come to an end, and these guys—they're acting like uh, that. Basically, the Mickey Mouse Club is about to get canceled, and yeah. Justin and Christina are going to move on, and uh, they don't like it. Well, I do think you you are correct. Um, it is a fear industry that much of our industry, sadly, is built upon, right? Um, it goes back to, and this is not like to, you know, sound like a sales pitch or anything for Augusta Precious Metals, but like, literally, this is one of the reasons why I love Augusta. I mean, I've had conversations with their team about their sales philosophy and their promotional philosophy, and it is not, um, yeah, bad things. We saw bad things happen. We know they're messing with our currency. We know that there are bad people out there. They want to take U.S. sovereignty. It's very scary, and I understand that. But we don't live in fear. No one in my audience will not leave a show in fear, and that's like one of the, my missions, right? We know we are dealing with bad things, but um, there is power in selling crap if you can really penetrate, you know, people's fears and you can and really sell it to them and never really offer them solutions. You keep them in this state of constant anxiety and constant fear and constant, um, you know, un, you know, with an unsettled soul that that's not from the Lord. That is that it's not, it's not no. biblical. Anyone who claims to be a Christian and does this Again, you'll know them by their, their fruit. They're, it's it, they are they are violating like one of the most basic tenets of of Christianity. So, and this is in my industry, guys. I I see it. I can see the talking points. I know you know. I have advertisers, and oh yeah, you know, make sure that you you get them really scared about this or really scared. And I won't do that. I will not. You guys know I won't do that with my audience. Um, but there are billions of dollars made on election cycles um, from these campaigns in the the fear industry that that sadly um, exists on the right. It's on the left as well, but it's it exists on the right. And so um, we're not going to do that. Chris Nelson, Reopen Chris. His website is reopenchris.com. You can find him on Twitter. Uh, His handle is at Reopen Chris. I knew I was going to like you. Great, great interview. You have, you come with a lot of uh, really good and relevant information. This is a tough chat. You guys are probably going to be all kinds of memes. Thanks a lot. They're probably going to be, you know, memes about us now or me or whatever. And I'm going to get in big trouble. It's like whack-a-mole with these Trump people. The second you pop your head out, like for a second, it's like, I'm going to get it. That's all right. I'm not afraid, right? The Bible tells you not to be afraid. (laughs) 
don't be afraid. And you can tell when somebody's got the spirit of the Lord in it, and it's really all over you. And the last two interviews I did were uh, with hostile people who were, you know, and cussing me out and stuff. And I'm just like, okay. And, and talking about, uh, you know, Ron DeSantis uh, stole the, the jewels of King Gilgamesh and then uh, used his, um, his, uh, his DNA to create a bioweapon and, and stuff like that. So those, those are the kind of interviews that I'm doing with, with the MAGA types these days. So it was nice to get a little dose of sanity. Oh my gosh, are you kidding? I'm praying for you. You guys pray for Chris, follow him, support him. This is God's work that you're doing. Like I wouldn't wish it on anyone. And um, again, to those of you, listen, I get it. I get the times are tough, they're dark. And like, you just want a hero. We all, we all want a hero. And so many thought that Trump was the hero. He told us he was our hero. He was your hero. And sometimes these things are hard um, to hear. And sometimes these are things that are scary to hear because then if your hero is taken away, if that idol is taken away, well, that what does that leave you with? Right. And there's this anxiety and fear that you have, but listen, um, uh, God's in control of everything. Right. And we suffered the worst of the worst in 2020, um, and we survived and we found each other and we protested and, you know, the actions that Chris took in Florida had great impact, I think, on Ron DeSantis and the way he's been governing. And those of you in Florida who did that. And just remember, pursue the, pursue the truth. Pursue the truth. Don't be afraid. Understand God's in control. It's going to be OK. All right. Um, thank you guys so much for being with us tonight. Thank you to uh, Chris Nelson. Again, uh, His go to uh, his website, uh, reopenchris dot com and support everything he does. And thank you so much for being with us tonight. We'll be back to do it all over again tomorrow on the Shannon Joy Show. Hey everyone, Shannon Joy for Connecta Mobile. So when I started my show 10 years ago, I would talk to my friends about privacy and the Fourth Amendment, and they would look at me like I had three heads. Now, fast forward to 2024, post-COVID, and everyone is talking about privacy. We are freaked out by AI, grossed out by government surveillance, and very aware that data is the new gold. Combine that with the new reality that your whole life and all of your data is on your phone and in the palm of your hands, making you a sitting duck for common hackers, corporate hustlers, or government spies. Are you going to let them get away with that? Well, I'm not. And that's why I use my Connecta mobile phone as the official business phone for Joy Media. That's because Connecta is the only phone company that specializes in security and privacy above all else. Call Connecta Mobile today and talk to a real person who lives in the United States about securing your devices and communications for as little as $35 a month. Their basic plan includes device encryption, encrypted text, and data, also a free phone. That's just the beginning. Call 941-246-2156 to talk to a representative. That's 941-246-2156. Or go to phone123.com slash joy today. That's phone123.com slash joy. Get securely connected today only with Connecta.